Welcome to episode 77 of the Travel and Adventure Photography School podcast. As always, I'm your host, Robert Massey. Thank you so much for listening today. I am truly stoked that you are taking some time to improve your photography. This podcast is part of the educational arm of my photography business, Robert Massey Photography. We focus on crafting beautiful images in the great outdoors, and we sell a variety of prints of mountains, lakes, Calgary, Banff, the Rocky Mountains, and beyond. And you can check out all the photos we have available on robertmasseyphotography.ca right alongside the show notes for this episode. Now, let's get on with the show. So, Instagram. The platform that made square photographs cool, or infamous, depending on what you think, the one that spread the whole social photo sharing platform phenomenon across the world, the filters, the everything, just the everything. We know Instagram at this point. But Instagram is changing. The social media platform for photographers and image creators is no longer a photo sharing platform. That's right. Instagram officially announced that they are no longer a photo sharing space. That's not what they are intending to do. Which is honestly shocking to hear out loud. We've known this is coming for a long, long time. The algorithm has been pushing video, reels, and stories for a while now, and photos, just a single still photo posted on your feed, has been dropping off in terms of engagement. So Instagram has been hinting at doing this for a long time, but they have now made it official. And to hear a company specifically announce that they are no longer intended for what they started as is a bit strange. It does happen, there's lots of precedence for it, but it still is a little bit weird to hear happen. But what does this actually mean for photographers and for us travel and adventure photographers in particular? This platform is insanely popular amongst adventure photographers and travel photographers, and it's one of the primary ways a lot of people get hired and get found for work. So what does this mean for us now? What does this mean when we don't have a photo sharing platform really anymore? Now that the ubiquitous photo sharing space is moving away from being made for image sharing, what can we do? Is Instagram still worth devoting time to? And what should we be sharing on the platform with the changes that are coming if we want to stay relevant on it and if we want to keep working at it? And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about how these changes to Instagram are going to affect the way you need to use the platform if you choose to keep using it. Because, of course, the very first option here is to just stop using Instagram. If you are somebody who just loves sharing photos into their feed and you have a decent audience, sure, keep going at it. But if you've got a small audience and it's not really doing much for you, why would you spend your time posting your work there? It's not really doing anything for you and you're wasting a little bit of your time. So... Option one about what we can do about Instagram not being a photo sharing platform specifically anymore is to go and find something else that does suit your needs and what you want it to do, especially if you're interested in photo sharing primarily. Now, for everybody else, sticking with Instagram is going to be what we're going to talk about today and what you can actually do on the platform if you want to stay there and keep creating content on it. Now, if you have an audience on the platform or just simply love using Instagram, don't stop using it. Instagram still has over 500 million daily active users and a ton of excellent content going out on it. But if you haven't made a name for yourself on there yet as a photographer, videographer, adventurer, traveler, whatever you're coming at this from, should you devote time to it? Possibly. It really depends on how you are planning on using Instagram today because it still has its uses to us today, especially as people are out in the field really often. 
So that's what we're going to talk about. What can you actually use Instagram for today to really get the most out of how they are changing the program? So let's start with what Instagram was actually good for in the first place, beyond sharing photos with terrible filters put over top of them and forcing you to shoot in a format that no one does, square. And that's connecting with other people, in particular, other creatives. Because of the sheer number of people on the platform, Instagram is still one of the best ways to find collaborations, models to work with, people to get a coffee with, just a really fantastic way to connect with other people. And honestly, that's really what made Instagram so powerful from the beginning. It fostered community building and encouraged people to be social. Funny that on a social media platform, it encouraged people to be social. Today, that is still one of the most powerful uses for Instagram. There are so many ways you can find new people to connect with by style, genre, area, photography type, creative type, location, just anything really. Whatever creative endeavor you are into, you can probably find someone else doing that as well and connect with them, have a conversation with them about it, find out how they're doing it or if they want to collaborate on a project. So use the platform as a way to say, hey, and you can do that with me as well if you're interested. I love chatting with people and Instagram's a great way to get a hold of me. I honestly may not post frequently, but I am on there chatting with people all the time and building connections and just collaborating with folks. So really, if you use Instagram, drop me a line. Let's chat on there and let's use the social media network for what it was intended for, being social. But let's say you still want to share things. Oh, the audacity of you still wanting to create cool stuff. I'm smiling here and joking around just saying because we can't hear facial expressions so like you want to keep creating that's friggin' amazing and instagram is still a great place to post content that you are making it just may not be photo content specifically anymore that beautiful cover shot that you just got at you know moraine lake at sunrise that might not be what's gonna do really well in your feed things that are gonna do really well are going to be more photo adjacent those things that are photo adjacent are mostly video related and especially short form video related. And let's start with the oldest major add-on Instagram did a number of years ago now, stories. Stories were introduced a few years ago to combat the rise of Snapchat. And it's become the primary way people absorb content on the platform. There are 500 million daily Instagram story users, people watching and creating stories. That's a lot of people using the stories feature. This makes this type of content incredibly powerful. And the best part about it is that making it is pretty easy, especially for travel and adventure photographers. You don't want your stories content to be super published and super perfect and really pretty. You really want it just to be authentic and a real storytelling experience. And that's what people really connect with on there. And because we are on the road constantly and have unique places and stories to share, people will tune in. We have a story to share. Now, sharing that story on stories comes in a few different ways. There are a few camps of people who use Instagram stories. Firstly, there are the daily updaters. These are people like adventure photographer Chris Bricard, who we've talked about lots on here because I adore his work, who put out updates about what they are up to that day. Now, doing daily updates doesn't mean random content. Their stories don't follow typical story arcs like you would think of in a book or a movie or a TV show, but are instead intended to give you a specific glimpse into that person's life. 
These are well thought out pieces of content that help to build up an idea of who the poster is. For example, Chris Picard frequently posts about his daily bike commute, his llamas, the behind the scenes in his studio, his planning process for trips, shoutouts, and his family. These stories build up our idea of Chris as an adventurous person who's out doing amazing things in the outdoors, who cares about the environment, and has a deep love for his family, including the llamas. The daily updates are focused on Chris himself and connect you with specific attributes about his life that relate you to him. These daily updates are a fantastic way for creatives to tell the story of what we are up to. And they allow us to show off the person behind the creative and the things that really drive us to do what we do and get out doing everything that we love. These are a great way for people just to connect with us. And frequently we are out in so many locations that following one specific story arc actually can be an arduous task, especially if we're shooting at the same time. So the daily update gets you around the need for an actual full-on story arc and instead turns your life into the story and you into the main character. And you get to choose exactly what you share, how you share it, when you share it, what it is that is going out there. Everything is totally under your control. And you shouldn't be sharing absolutely every little tiny detail about your life. You should pick specific things that cultivate a persona in the public eye about who you want them to see you as. So think back to Chris Burkhardt, who wants people to know him as an adventurous person, loves his family. He has these pillars that he wants people to see him as, and that's what he posts content on to really get you to see happening within his stories. Now, the other frequent use of stories is to tell a story arc. This is a pretty standard, straightforward, one thing leads to another, has a middle, has an end, and there we go. That's our story arc. This is done frequently by travel brands who are trying to get you to visit a location. They typically focus each day on telling the story of one place, one business, or one person, or a story about something going on. Now, these stories are typically very well thought out and very well storyboarded, or at least the good ones are. The ones that actually work properly have a lot of thought process going into them before anything ever gets shot because they plan out exactly what specific pieces of content, how they're going to shoot it, if it's a close-up, if it's something else, they really get to know exactly what that story needs to be able to tell it. It's like basically filming a little tiny mini, 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 mini documentary. So to explain this, let's take visiting Banff, for example. Suppose a travel brand told the story of a day in Banff. In that case, they'd probably start with a shot of them driving down the highway past a sign that says Banff, or with an iconic view from the drive, like Cascade Mountain towering over the highway. They'd put some text on the video, or describe exactly why you should care about this trip and what you're going to kind of see as you're doing this. It's like one ultimate day in Banff, or something like that at the beginning. They'd then show themselves in a few iconic locations around town that would interest their audience. So it could be showing themselves shopping on Banff Ave relaxing at the hot springs or going exploring at Vermilion Lakes or Bow Falls. It's really whatever's going to speak to the people that they're trying to talk to. So if you have a shopping audience, take them shopping. If you have people who love to explore, adventure photographers, go on an exploration in the town and show them some of the adventurous things that you can do. That's really what you're trying to do here. They then typically show some meal with a fantastic view, like a rooftop patio with a view of Mount Rundle, because everybody loves food, it ties into every single story, and whenever you can tie in food and good-looking food in beautiful locations, people love it. And then this travel brand's story arc will finish up with an epic experience like riding the gondola up Sulphur Mountain at sunset, sitting lakeside with mountains all around them to 
kind of finish off the day. And that would be their story. They want to take you on a journey with them through their day, showing specific interest points that are meant to talk to you that complete a whole story arc. And honestly, it'll show you how amazing the location is as well. Now, these updates focus on telling the story of someone else or your experience in a place. You will sometimes be in front of the camera, but you'll spend more time focusing on everything around you rather than on you. And while these type of stories are a lot more upfront work than daily updates, because there's more planning involved to get the right shots and make sure you have enough of a story to tell, they involve less upkeep because you don't need to create and post content as you are doing things. So with daily updates, you have to remember to take a video of your bike ride, to show off the studio you're working in, to get some behind the scenes stuff of the wedding you're at or on the airplane or whatever it is that you're doing. Whereas in this situation, you really just have to plan out what you're doing, including when and where you are shooting. And then with good planning, you could film four or five stories in one day pretty easily and then drip that content out over time, depending how often you want to schedule a story. So that's two of the ways people are using stories on Instagram right now. The final way is for educational purposes. In photography, this comes a lot in the form of before and afters of images. Just show what an image looked like before you edit it, take a time lapse of your editing process, show the after, and then have them side by side in your story. Boom. That's a four board story, which is plenty for engagement on Instagram. You can even add a fifth panel to encourage someone to buy prints or your educational content like Lightroom presets or a workshop or something like that. All right, so that's Instagram stories, and they are the best way to create engagement on Instagram right now because a lot of people use them every day and Instagram pushes them really hard. They are in a prime spot at the top of the app. Now, this app is also pushing a few other forms of content creation that will help you engage with your audience. This includes the one created specifically to combat TikTok, which is rising fast in the number of daily users it has and coming up close on taking down Instagram. So... Their version of TikTok on the Instagram app is called Reels. Now, Reels have exploded thanks to TikTok. They are short-form video content that is meant to be quickly consumed and easily digested by your audience. And unlike stories that disappear after 24 hours, Reels stay in your feed permanently, or at least until you choose to delete or archive them. Now, for us photographers, educational and behind-the-scenes content are doing incredibly well in Reels form. Short-form educational tips, like one tip on how to improve your food photography instantly, rack up thousands of views. People love these because they are actionable, succinct, and feel like they will make a difference in their day-to-day lives. You want to make sure the educational content you're doing can be explained with little to no talking and mostly through examples that you show in the reel. Oh, and something that people can replicate easily themselves. They don't need a crazy amount of lights or to invest in a ton of new gear. People need to be able to see how they could possibly do it themselves with minimal investment. One great example of this is a wedding photographer who gives tips on how to talk to clients. These take a typical question, objection, or situation that you will experience when dealing with clients, especially as a wedding photographer, but many other industries as well, and how to respond to these inquiries, objections, or situations. These type of reels do great on Instagram because they are actionable, educational, and typically pretty funny. And the bonus for you, they are easy to film. You can create a list of things like this, sit in a few different places around your house or neighborhood answering these questions, and knock out 15 or 20 of these videos in one sitting. This is because, really, 
these kind of videos involve nothing beyond your phone and a set of headphones with a built-in mic for better audio. You really just turn the phone so you're looking into the selfie camera and then talk into it. You don't need anything more complicated than that going on in these reels and they work out fantastically. People just want to hear what's going on inside a professional's head. Now, the other type of reels doing incredibly well for photographers is behind the scenes stuff. This is always done well, but Reels is giving us a really good chance to show it off. Now, this shows off your process in editing or quick snapshots of you in the studio or in the field working. Now, the shots from the field are compelling, especially right now, as people are loving seeing the scenery mixed with how photographers and videographers create the art they do. People love this because they can get a glimpse into the life of some of their favorite creators and they can put themselves into that person's shoes and experience the same scene for themselves. Now, these are two of the best ways to use Reels as a photographer right now. People love this content and are drawn to connecting with it, and Instagram is pushing it hard in their algorithm. So if you're sticking around on Instagram and want to keep growing some of your engagement, start playing around with Reels and seeing what works and what doesn't. And if it doesn't work, you can always delete it and pull it off your feed. Now, finally, video. Instagram still has IGTV. This is a great place to post longer form video content. We're talking like a couple of minutes to just a few hours. And the same type of content ideas apply here, just in a bit more extended form. Things that show off who you are as a person, your creative process, and your education. Now, IGTV isn't getting as much engagement as Reels or Stories, but it is a great place to post longer videos and deep dives. Think like YouTube for Instagram. That's what IGTV is. So that's your three primary ways of sharing content on the platform now. But we really have to quickly address the elephant in the room here. You'll notice I didn't talk about photos. As we talked about off the top, Instagram has declared itself a no longer a photo sharing platform. And pictures shared on their own in your feed do not perform well versus the other types of content. So they honestly shouldn't be the main focus of your Instagram strategy anymore. You should really be focused on one of these other three methods and supplementing every once in a while with photography. In the end though, as much as creating good content for Instagram and other platforms is essential, what's really important is the social aspect behind social media. You want to talk to other people, send messages, respond to comments, and create a community. Be one of those community drivers. That's honestly what makes a platform with over one billion monthly active users so powerful. All the opportunities to connect with people from every single part of this globe. So yes, Instagram is no longer a photo sharing platform, but that doesn't mean it's dead for photographers or videographers. Far from it. It means we can focus on creating valuable content around what we do behind the scenes and share our knowledge. And people will love it. They'll absolutely eat that up. Now, it also means that we have a lot of educational content to find and discover on Instagram itself from people doing this. So go out, seek it out, and see if there's something new that someone can teach you. And there always is something new that someone can teach you. So go and learn and stretch your mind, just like you're doing right here by listening to me. Thank you very much. So get out there and make something new. Show off how you make the images you do or get onto Instagram and start finding valuable educational content. There is a ton we can still do with this platform, even if they've decided our main medium is no longer their important focus. 
All right. And that's it. We've reached the end of today's episode. I know I talked fast. I know there was a lot of information that was going on in there. So if you really like this episode, check out robertmasseyphotography.ca slash show notes and send me a message on Instagram at robertmasseyphotography. We literally just had a whole conversation about connecting over Instagram. So drop me a message. I love chatting with people. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really am stoked. I know I say this every single week, but I really am stoked that you are taking the time to improve your knowledge, improve your skills, have the chance to learn what it's like to be out in the wilderness taking photos. Now, if you've got something you want to learn about, drop me a message and let me know. I'll see if we can work something out here. All right. Now, forget about Instagram. You just spent 20 minutes listening to somebody prattle on about it. Get out there, take some photos and have an adventure. All right. See you next week. Bye for now.